Your levels are great. I'm great. You're great. The Dismal Tide is great. We're back. This is the Dismal Tide. This is the only sports podcast that will ruin both Endgame and Game of Thrones for you. It's the only sports podcast that will do that for you. If you haven't, if you care about them and you haven't seen them, you don't care about them. That's my feelings. Uh, I agree with that for Game of Thrones, but sometimes it's hard to go carve out four hours to go see a movie. The movie itself is three hours, but we know you don't just appear there. You know, no, you got to carve yeah, out gotta, a day. Yeah, you got to drive to. You got to drive over. To, you got to drive all the way to Hamilton to go to AMC Twenty Four. And if you're going there, the Five Guys is in the same parking lot, pretty much. Uh, so you're going to go there too. Uh, you're going to get the Five Guys. Um, if you're like me, uh, you eat it pretty quick, and that's just a lifetime of half hour lunch breaks. Has so that's just um, I, I eat too fast, and it upsets some people. But um, that's that's how I've managed to survive in the retail world. I watched the NFL draft this week. That was a lot of fun. I don't have any draft-related content. Because you know what? Frankly, is there any interest in hearing, like, the Giants did bad? Like, come on. Like, we get it. It's all objective. The Giants didn't do bad. My actual opinion is that they didn't do bad, but they have no idea how to extract value out of a pick. It's like, go get your guy. That's fine. It's a very old-school thing. But, like, there are nerds now that do numbers, and you can you can extract value. You can get your guy and something else. You can do better than you did. Yeah, um, they uh, the the fact that they picked that they that the long term plan to replace Eli Manning is with a similar white stiff. I think uh, I think people find that very funny. Uh, he um, his his college coach said that the new swag is no swag uh, in reference to him. Um, he played football at Duke, which is usually where. Uh, People play football purely recreationally. <laughs> I mean, I guess in the term for the NCAA, no one's getting paid um, except for Dabo Swinney. Um, but even even then, uh, I mean, how many how many NFL players can you name that played at Duke? Uh, none, zero. UNC will give you a few. Hakeem Nix, I remember went to UNC. Um, I want somebody, uh, Julius Peppers went to UNC. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, he's definitely the best one. And before we get to the actual rundown, you were uh, tweeting at some Islanders fans. This you're, is... you're not verified media, you're not an athlete, so we put it here. Okay. Um, you don't want to just keep naming college football players? No. I got Sixers to watch. We're, we're keeping this to a tight hour. That, yeah, last week we uh, I made a whole stink about getting out quick. Uh, so that we could go to the Mets, and then it rained, and the game happened, but uh, first pitch wasn't until eight forty-five thereabout. Yeah, our New Jersey, our New Jersey friends didn't want to. Yeah, game was over by eleven thirty. For me, that's no problem. That's annoying for me. I don't feel like getting home that late. Would have been home by one. So uh, Friday night, I tweet uh, supporting the Islanders through the playoffs because Jersey scumbags and Long Island scumbags aren't so different, which is. Uh, relatively true. That is very true. Um, they're they're pretty similar. It, they might not immediately you know uh, recognize each other, but um, much in the way that like feral cats and like possums uh, get along really well. Um, uh, the same is true of of uh, the same sort of like South Shore psychos and um, and uh, New Jersey psychos. So uh, someone Noreen says thank you with a heart, and then I. Uh, wondering how she found my uh, page in the first place or this post. I guess she was just searching Islanders. Um, but uh, then I see that uh, her her bio is very funny, actually. It's uh, 
live in gratitude and you will always win. Everything is hilarious. Heart, DJT, and quantum physics. So she loves Trump and quantum physics. Okay. Um, it's a classic pairing. Um, anyway, and I said, Astrophysicist Mike Pence. Yeah, I said, I support the Isles, but I do not support you personally. Uh, the devils are Antifa. And she said, ha, 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 that's fine. But in reality, what I would like to happen in the long run is that um, uh, militant uh, anti-fascists come and uh, knock over her mailbox, wherever it may be. That's the most reasonable. Well, she was very polite to you online. So, yeah, that's it. That's all she deserves. Just <laughs> militant anti-fascists. And I don't want them to break it. I just want them to knock it over. I'm trying to be reasonable about it uh because uh i was watching the the alt-right documentary last night and i was uh was saying that um and this is not my uh not my opinion um but it it was an observation made by many other people It it was probably on chapo who knows um that you you as soon as you engage in violence uh with the other side that is the language that they speak they can't wait for it the alt-right can't wait for it. Yeah, that is what they want. They're the, all the open carry psychopaths. They're the ones that are looking for... Like, they're the ones that just have a, a bunch of elaborate murder fantasies. So if you give them an excuse to say that they're defending themselves, they will take it. That's true. I never really thought about that. So so yeah. I just wanted these people minorly inconvenienced yeah, and so uh, Noreen, hung up in litigation. Noreen may be one of those people. I don't know. Um, I like Noreen. I don't like Noreen I think, I think she's. I think she's good. Oh, she's in the city, apparently. All right, we're going to do... What is this first? Verified Media. first verified media media post is uh is born of like that old timey baseball thing that we love so much where uh this week Aaron Judge did he pull his oblique he strained his oblique mm-hmm. and the New York Daily News tweeted out an article that said did Babe Ruth ever hurt his oblique blame supplements and weights for these injuries and basically the idea was just like well, I thought it was going to be some ridiculous ass article when I clicked it, and yeah. just just like, oh, these guys, they use their they're soft, they're they're calling out too much, they don't want to play, and uh, it actually just said that the more supplements you take, the drier, more dehydrated your muscles tend to be, which um, makes perfect sense. Makes to me. sense to me as someone who's not put any thought into it whatsoever. Uh yeah, I just it it, it struck me as like just such a an annoying baseball headline uh, that I had to put it in the rundown. It's you know what the problem is today is uh, the players they can't um, the, they can't get off Instagram the players they can't um, it's Fortnite is the problem. Well, you know it's just in the end there's just all these players have their nose in their phone and it's just like you know hello there's a whole world there's going a, on up a whole, here. People I say to people all the time I see them on the sidewalk. <laughs> I sidewalk. love saying it to people because they don't expect I it. I talk to them. I say I see somebody looking at their phone and just get up in their face and say, "Hey, 
uh, realities, buddy. Reality's happening around you. Yeah, that's good, and they're not ready for it. And they're not ready for it. They're looking at... They're, they're mad. Looking they're at like their, looking at their friends. Like, oh, you believe this guy? They're looking at... Um, TikTok? What are they looking at, Mike? They're looking at... Uh, Facebook. What are you looking at? I'm just casually <laughs> scrolling through pictures of Sam Darnold. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> it's just, just. Oh my god, he's a fucking. Oh. What a doofus! Oh. All right, uh, I love. Uh, you know, I was looking at. Uh, he was. He was in the Mets clubhouse the other day, and post a uh, uh, pictures with a couple players. Or the, the the Mets account posted uh, all these pictures anyway, and there's the picture of him and Pete Alonso, and I tweeted out pictures of each of them from the the show account today, and it was a bit mean spirited, but it's like he, here you have these two guys that have uh, basically unlimited potential, and Jets quarterbacks don't usually find theirs or meet theirs, but uh, we'll put that to one side for now. Uh, who have the potential to be? you know, universally loved in the city of New York and um, be uh, multimillionaires in their 20s that uh, live an extremely charmed life. And yet, they both have to walk around looking the way that they do. They both look the same. Alonzo, no, uh, Darnold's head is much more square. Yeah, uh, but they, they, they're pretty similar. Sam Darnold has an almost perfectly square head. Um, he looks like... Um, he looks like a Steve Zahn character from like a, a gross out comedy. <laughs> and um and Alonzo Alonzo isn't that weird looking, but he's uh for for a twenty five year old he uh is he's he's most of his hair is gone. Uh read this name for me. Soulshire. All right. All I got are Soulshire. Uh so this is on the Tampa Bay Lightning getting shocked in the playoffs in the first round. Is that right? Not even close. Who's Solskjaer? He's the uh, current head coach at uh, Manchester United. Oh, this is a soccer tweet. I'm reading a fucking soccer tweet. You read the soccer tweet. Fuck. I, I put this in Slack because of the Sopranos reference. I did it for you. I like the Sopranos reference. I just thought yeah, I knew so- what I was talking about, and I didn't. I don't know who Soul Destroyer is. or Soul Destroyer. Um, uh, an Arsenal fan referred to him as a, a, a VHS copy of the 1999 season. Uh, said United is being managed by a VHS copy of the 1999 season retrospective. Uh, what happened was he took they, they fired Jose Mourinho uh, correctly, although I would love to see him drag them to the bottom like he did Chelsea the other a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, Solskjaer took over. He is, of course, the hero that scored um, for them in the 1999 Champions League final. Shocking Bayern Munich. That that one night in Barcelona. The, uh, Solskjaer took over. They went on like a... Uh, it might have been a 17-game win streak, or at least un, unbeaten. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, like he's incredible. Uh, I, he was being asked, like, um, how big would you like your statue? <laughs> Or where should they put the statue uh, outside the stadium? And then someone posted all the advanced metrics, and it was basically the start of last year's Mets season, where they're just like, "Oh no, they're getting away with everything." And just like the they have outscored their expected goals by like twenty, 
and they have given away way less goals than they've been expected to give up, but based on all of the projections, like the, the wave will so it just came crashing down. It's like the wave will break and roll back on this. It's like they are just uh, they they have been rolling sixes for two months, and and it did. They uh they've lo- they've lost seven of nine. Um, they played a lot better uh, against Chelsea on Sunday, but uh, David de Gea still made a, a calamitous goalkeeper error. Um, which is odd. Well, not odd for him recently or this season, but last year he was easily the best in the league, probably best in the world. It all fell apart at the World Cup. Uh, this tweet says. <laughs> anyway, I, I, yeah, say, I, I say all that to get to the tweet. Solskjaer and his backroom staff were so infuriated with the performance that it is understood that the team chef even gave players a piece of his mind. And then we got Artie Bucco under it. Those fucking shoes you wear. What are they, designer? I think this is the season where he had like a midlife crisis about how poor he is. And he was just like looking at all his mobster friends and getting jealous. And he was like talking. I think this is maybe the season where he has a mental breakdown with Adriana. Yeah, the. <laughs> I, even the chef. I have nothing but time. You're, you're correct. I have nothing but time for these Sopranos yeah, references. See, I, Artie Bucco, I knew you would like this. Artie even Bucco if you didn't know is, what was happening in the United season. Because Artie Bucco is only brought up in like the Twitter thing to just totally shit on someone. Yeah. Like that's just, that's Artie. That's so funny. And it's fun. We love it. All right. A quick hit from Darren Ravel, another minor league ridiculous mascot. We got the, um, I don't know where they're from. The Vibes, at Vibes Baseball, uh, has a new mascot, a s'mores named Toasty. And this is like a 90s cool guy with like fire hair, it looks like. Very poochy. Mm, it's very bad. It's very poochy. Uh, I again what is poochy. Poochy from The Simpsons when they try to make a oh. character that's totally in your face. This is very in your face. So uh, he's got sunglasses on. Ban minor league baseball. Get rid of it. Next. Do you want to? You want to read this one? Let me just open. The, did you, Did you put this? Oh, you're give me a second. Open. To open the Google Doc because all I'm doing right now is looking at pictures of Sam Darnold. And every time you ask me if I want to read something, I have to crane my neck. This is uh, Trenton Hassels at Trenton Hassels. 2006. Oh, man, that's so brutal. Instead, the NBA did a gone fishing and had Amari Stoudemire holding a marlin. 2019. Someone on Twitter said Donovan Mitchell is just Kelly Oubre with terminal diabetes. It's a good tweet. It is good. I I really like that. I don't have any like larger term things to no, mirror that to. It's just a funny tweet. I'm not sure what the meanest thing I've uh, seen said about anybody is... Um, although people were killing Donovan Mitchell when in the playoffs, no, no, on, on Twitter. Like I was like, um, when he was struggling in, uh, in game five and a lot of people just like talking about how, uh, about how he's trash and about how he's, he's nobody. I don't think he's that good. I think he's fine and I think he's athletic, but he takes a lot of shots and he's not Russ. He takes a lot of shots. And Russ is doing two other things pretty extraordinarily well as well. And he, Donovan Mitchell is He's not. He's doing a lot of very good stuff. Another thing you brought to our attention. You did a good job this week. You put so much good stuff in Slack. We got the uh, NYCFC. I'm just doing my job. Just one foot in front of the other. You're going to have to click the NYCFC thing because I didn't feel like well, taking nine screenshots. Unless uh, you just want to sum it up because you read this and I did not. No, I'm not going to be able to read out um, a a bunch of a series of pictures, but uh, there's there's this guy. He's an NYCFC fan. Uh, Tommy and at NYC Firm has been uh, doing very good work on this for a while. 
uh, there's a lot of Nazis, and not a lot of Nazis, enough Nazis. How many would you say is a lot? What is the... <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't get bogged down there. Keep going. I'm going to say... Um, What's the tipping point? I'm going to say enough that they can gather together somewhere. Like, you know... Um, I can't say for certain what any one person believes. But, like, once you get, like, 12 of them, too many. The individual Nazi uh, on his own in in regular clothes, I mean, (laughs) hell, look at the police. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy, Mike, that was good. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, I, you know, you don't want to get too many, uh, too many Nazis at your games. And apparently NYCFC have the most. In any case, this guy is an NYCFC fan, uh, and he has taken it upon himself to try to get these guys, uh, to go to hell. Uh, so he goes, uh, neo-Nazi skinheads traveled with an NYCFC fan group this weekend to DC United, where they displayed banners in the stadium with slogans borrowed from Spanish fascist hooligans, including a Nazi oi band named after the unit that fought for Hitler. Now... There are many screenshots of all these people holding up banners. Now, uh, they may have been banned from Yankee Stadium already and not allowed to attend games anymore, uh, but they go to visiting games because it's probably hard for, you know, uh, DC's people to... Coordinate to, all that, yeah, yeah. To know exactly who they're supposed to be looking for, things like that. Uh, how NYCFC hasn't done a better job at getting rid of these... It's a lot of... It's a lot of we're taking this very seriously posts that they do but like these people keep showing up to stuff like what are you supposed to do just take their picture and because like that even seems pretty ineffective at like a grocery store i don't know what like how you actually keep somebody at it. i i never understand that how it's like you're banned and we're not gonna let you back and but if well, your friend thing, just buys you a ticket and you walk well, if in you get back get in, in then the, you can get them on criminal trespassing is the thing okay so that's something yeah. you gotta be watching for them though yeah, so you it strikes can, me as difficult. So if you get banned, you can get arrested if you come back. But I, I you know, I don't know when when people are holding up their signs with fascist slogans on them. And again, I don't. Well, they're anti-fascist, as it clearly says on them. Anti-antifa. It's a they're they're anti-anti-fascist. Oh, so they're pro-fascist. Pro. Well, no, I, I don't know. See, False let's, equivalency. Let's not, let's not go. Look, there's. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Both sides are doing it. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to uh, another daily news. Uh, another daily news article, this one about LaShawn McCoy and the writer whose name I did not extract from this article. I'm sorry about that, but I'm, I'm sure you might not want me to make fun of him anyway, so who cares? Uh, this art, this article is by this guy who seems to be way more upset that she, that uh, not Lashawn McCoy. I'm sorry, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell did not go to a uh, non mandatory week of practice. Punctuated by this paragraph, it mattered. It mattered enough to everyone not named Darren Lee. It mattered enough to leaders Jamal Adams and Sam Darnold. It mattered enough to Leonard Williams, who called Thursday the first day of school. It mattered enough to newcomers C.J. Mosley and Jamison Crowder. And then the rest of the article is just everybody in the Jets telling, getting quoted about how not serious it was that Le'Veon Bell didn't show up, but this guy still felt the need to write this article. Uh, Adam Gay saying things like, it's voluntary. That's what it is. It's the CBA. That's the rules. He was here the first week. We got a lot of good information that week to him. 
the good thing is we have iPads and things like that. If a guy's not here, you can keep up with what we're doing as far as the playbook goes. And it's just like three more quotes like that with them going like, yeah, you know, really not a big deal. doesn't matter. And this guy's still going, just banging on the drum. It's like, yeah, but he wasn't here. He was, you paid him. Just shut up. Um, it's like uh, the Monty Python uh, restaurant sketch or otherwise known as the Dirty Fork sketch. Sure. I, 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 that sketch I love so much. But yeah, the the endless over the top groveling apology for the dirty fork, where they just keep on insisting it's not a problem, and then it just just escalates for a further four minutes. It's good. It's my favorite one. All right, we're gonna pivot. We're moving on. Athletes online. I want you to. Click the bottom link of the uh, Terry Francona thing. I will click the top one, and we're just going to read a few of these things about Terry Francona's eating habits. And you, you, you know, you you read that whatever one you want, Mike. These were in the Athletic at I on Ohio. Screenshotted them, subverting the paywall. Very good. I pay for the Athletic, so I'm allowed to say that. Uh, me too. Me too. Me too. I pay for the Athletic entirely by accident because I signed up. Well, on like yeah, they bill deal, annually. Uh, yeah, they and they bill annually, and they. I got there's one more year, baby. A lot of companies let you know that that's coming up. The athletic did not, and if they did, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, did I tell you that uh, CBS All Access got got back at me? I uh, I wanted to watch the Masters and I wanted to lay in bed, so I signed up for CBS All Access and just was like, I'll cancel it. I'll just fucking cancel it. So when I canceled it, an hour after I signed up for it. In the in the like comments box, I wrote, your fucking product sucks. Your shows are terrible. I wanted to watch the Masters laying in bed. That's why I'm canceling. And then a week later, they charged me $4.99. And I was just incensed. Just fucking furious. It's like, how does this happen? I canceled this. I unsubscribed. I canceled it. I told you your product was shit. You did this out of spite. Yeah, well, who can blame them? You tried to twist the knife there. Yeah, I okay. On the subject, the TNT app for watching the Sixers game is abysmal. The TNT app on Apple TV uh, sucks out loud. Yeah, it took it took way too long. It took way it it's once you had it downloaded. Borderline unusable. Once I've logged in with the Verizon information, uh, it still says uh, preview remaining on the screen, but there's no number counting down anymore, and I'm still being prompted to sign in for full access. I'm worried what will happen if I click around on the screen. I assume it will light fire. Uh, touch nothing. Let's read. Let's read some of these. Um, I'm gonna start. So these Terry Francona, now current manager of the we, in- we bear- engines. We bury the lead on this was clearly this this is really the meat of the show and instead we talked about a s'mores mascot he woke up one day with all these marks all over his stomach and he was concerned like do i have a skin disorder what's going on starting and then he looked over on the side of the bed and he realized that he rolled over onto a plate of nachos he had all the nacho parts in his stomach there are hundreds of food type stories with him there was Popsicle Palooza. He downed 17 in one sitting on a random night in June 2015, but insisted they were the healthy variety. He spent an hour talking his digestive system off the ledge. A few nights later, he swiped an entire basket of frozen treats from a generous flight attendant. He downed 11 low-calorie popsicles and two drum st- ice cream drumsticks. Ugh. There was all... There- 
there was the Windy City ice cream incident. He ordered $44 worth of chocolate and vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce, berries, and a brownie sundae the night before Game 5 of the 2016 World Series in Chicago. The room service operator asked how many people the order would be serving. One, Francona replied, I would say from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. That was not a pleasant experience. So Terry Francona consistently gives himself diarrhea with ice cream because he can't help himself. Uh, it's 2013. We're bunked at this place we have for spring training. We've got a family-sized bag of peanut M&Ms that he leaves out. He wakes up in the middle of the night, opens them, and probably gets like two big handfuls of them. Then you walk in. We wake up that morning. He left the freezer open. There are M&Ms all over the floor. They're melted everywhere. He walks out of his bedroom, and he's got different colors of M&Ms all over his face, all over his hands, all over the mattress from where they're all melted. <laughs> So he just overloads on sugar, goes into like a diabetic coma, and just shits and then, his brains out. And yeah, has can't just shits relentlessly, gets covered in food, uh, thaws out the freezer with the door open. King. Yeah, I'm not gonna read that last one. I thought there were more. I uh, yeah, no, I I fucked that up. He's the he's the best. Uh, all right. So the last time. That you, let's not call it a job interview. Let's call it first day of work. Yeah. What did you wear? Vaguely. It doesn't have to be exact. I imagine that I, uh, my shirt probably at the very least had had buttons. Um, now I just dress like trash. I mean, you see me. I do. Would you say that it is, uh, you're more or less dressed than uh, DK Metcalf when he showed up to the, the Seahawks interview? Interviewing his new bosses. Or I guess vice versa. Shirtless. DK Metcalf, who exploded pre-draft because he is just beyond chiseled. So Pete Pete Carroll joined him. Got shirtless as well. Uh, They said that a scout convinced him to do it. And I just got to say, and I I like to think I'm a pretty fun guy. Get that guy out of here. Get that scout out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, These are NFL players. This is a place of business. Wear your fucking shirt. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta agree with you there. Um, Wear a shirt. Wear a shirt. Maybe. And I'm not, I'm not even blaming Metcalf because this scout is clearly like in the Seahawks organization. He's like, they're gonna have a laugh. They're gonna love it. Yeah. It, it doesn't. If it wasn't his idea, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe as a a a low self esteem guy, you just convinced. Maybe I'm just like, I. it, It strikes me as a sort of thing that I would personally never do. And as such, no one should. And no one should. Just no, you shouldn't. Ugh. I And, like, it is a little better for them because they're professional athletes. And he went super viral because he is, he is genuinely just ripped to shreds. Well, He's that's, uh, that's part of it. I guess they're just, like, uh, I mean, they have all the numbers and all that. But I His, guess when, like, you're, you're, uh, you're, your body is such an important part of the job or it's just like, here, I'm going to show, this is what I look like shirtless in case you were worried. Well, they drafted him. They know. Yeah. You're defending them now, Michael. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I see the logic in that regard, but yeah, you do that when like during the meetings and not. He was like a reasonable receiver prospect and then he had like this shirtless photo that everybody was like, holy shit, this guy's a wide receiver and then he really popped at the combine because he can run really, really fast. But he cannot. His, his three cone drill was awful, and anything that required him having any agility was pretty bad. He can just he can go straight, really fast, really hard. I I think he's kind of a bust. I think I think the narrative took over his pre draft rankings a bit. Well, didn't he go in like the third round? He went the end of the third. So 
I mean, what's the what's to bust? Can't be that big of a bust right. at the end of the third round. Uh, we got another anonymous scout uh, saying some weirdly shitty things about a a player, a college player this time. This is from at Arif Hassan NFL NSL at Arif Hassan NFL NFL, and this is about try do do Arif Hassan NFL. What once more? At Arif Hassan NFL. I wasn't making fun of his name, of course. I was making fun of... Uh, My near illiteracy. Yeah. See, now... You know, so last week you brought this up, actually. And you did say uh, near borderline illiterate when I'm trying to read things. And then uh, somebody asked me this week. Somebody texted me and said, if you, if you can't read things, why don't you just have Mike read everything? Do you know why I don't have Mike read everything, Michael? Do you have any idea? You personally. I'm asking you. Why? Um... Uh... Why don't I just... Because it's crossed my mind to just have you read everything. But what do you know why I haven't? Um, uh, probably because I just wouldn't do it. it that's a, 100% why. You would just... We'd, it'd be like the fifth thing to read, and you'd be like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not reading this. What the fuck is... What that's, is the show we're yeah, doing? Uh, once again, I, I, my, my, uh, I just show up. <laughs> uh, basically, Brendan tells me what time he's ready to record, and then I just show up and do it. And my my threshold for reading uh, shitty things that might not spark a conversation, but I'm out here trying, so much higher than yours. I post, uh, I, I see stuff that I like, and I send it his way, and what ends up in the rundown and what doesn't, uh, um, I, more often than not, just seems like an accident to me. And like the order of the rundown, the order, the order of the rundown is there, an or there's stuff because I don't want to spend or, two hours on the or rundown. or day of. We'll get to the one thing that I was excited to talk about and you didn't put it in. Um, I or think beforehand. I think a big problem we have is like so many of the things you post are just like funny jokes. Where I go like, well, are we going to have somebody else's joke in the show? I was like, no, I think he was just showing this to me. I stopped doing that. I started putting everything you put in the rundown and just going like this, yes, no, like, ah, no. Like, three weeks ago, whatever was just in there, the Artie Bucco thing I would not have put in there three weeks ago, because I, w- I didn't get it, and I was just like, this is just a funny joke. Are we going to explain the, the chef from The Sopranos to everybody? <laughs> All right. Arif Hassan, NFL, that's seven times. Uh, <laughs> some anonymous scout uh, was evaluating, a- oh my god. Keliche Osemele. I know how to say the last name of the Iowa State guy. There you go. Keliche. I, I don't know the first name. Uh, but basically, the big thing was just, he's not a bad kid at all, another scout said. I just don't know if football is that important to him. He was raised by women, which bothers me. I mean, how tough can he be? It's not his fault, but it's still reality. Not great. <laughs> Glad we can keep getting these anonymous scout things. Jeez, you know. <laughs> that one's rough. He was raised by women. It's not his fault. Uh, soft the that that is a, a while uh, it is important to protect sources and these days more so than ever you know it just in these with uh, democracy dies in darkness i don't know if you heard heard what that the uh, democracy it uh yeah I heard that. it dies in darkness i heard that and jeff bezos said that and um <laughs> attributing that quote to jeff bezos and God, he's so good at everything. He made he's that just, quote. Oh, he's just uh, he. He's uh, made more money this minute than I have all year. That's right, and that it's cause, and it's because he works harder than you. 
He doesn't have to spend any time in the mirror. He doesn't have any hair. He's saving a lot of time there. That's dollars. Hey, what, I tell, what I'll tell you is, Brendan, what I'll tell you is we got to protect these sources. You know, we got all this information, whistleblowers, you know, uh, get get a uh, reality winner, get her out of jail. But you know what I will say? Any scout that gives an anonymous quote um, should be doxxed and uh, should be dragged from their home. Yeah. Like, that is just so unnecessary. Just like, he's an Iowa State, I think he's a linebacker, Osemele. I'm not sure, though. Could, doesn't matter. But, like, what is, what, what? You just, he's raised by women. Is part of your assessment of this, is, this man is a person. Yep. Um, between that and the uh, Odubel Herrera uh, quote uh, last week or two weeks ago. That was like easy, easy month ago, I think. The, every day is the same. Yeah, I agree. Moving on. Moving on. I'd like you to explain this fight in the championship. All right. So, championship is on. Leeds, United, need to win. They need three points. Uh, what, did their chance for automatic promotion go on Saturday night? Probably. Uh, goal difference would, uh, was a little too outrageous for them to make up. They will almost like, uh, almost certainly, uh, actually at this point, I, I think certainly, uh, end up in the playoff. So Leeds, uh, Leeds got to win to try to go second. Uh, and again, mathematically, they probably weren't going to get there. It uh, doesn't matter. They still want to win. They still want to be hated rivals Villa who are another, uh, playoff contender. And just a, a, a quick recap for those who do not know, in the lower divisions in England and the rest of much of the rest of the world, uh, it's uh, bottom three teams in the Premier League go down. Top two in the championship automatically come up. Three through six have a, a playoff uh, to, to see who is the last team up. So Leeds are the are third right now. Villa are sixth. So, Villa player goes down. Head injury, presumably, I think. Uh, Leeds have the ball. Villa players yelling at them to put the ball out. The sporting thing to do is to put the ball out. out of bounds, yeah. The Leeds player who has the ball out on the left flank stops as if he's going to put the ball out. Everyone stops running. (laughs) He then just plays the ball forward to the only other guy still running, uh, the leads other striker, uh, and then there, and he's being defended by guys who are basically doing it under protest. Like he's yeah. being defended by guys like, "Come on, come on, come on!" It's a lot of that. And then he scores, and then immediately is surrounded by Villa players who want him dead for not putting the ball out. What are your thoughts on this? Should he have kicked it out? Was this funny? What are your thoughts? I think, I think it was funny. I think it was funny. I think you play to the whistle. I get why they're upset, especially like not doing it is one thing, but feigning doing it was, and, and, so and then playing on. Now, um, Leeds did the sporting thing in the end, which is just let them walk the ball in up the other end. Oh, they did? Yes. All and, right. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa, their coach, got asked afterwards. Um, you know, did you do it because it was the right thing to do, or did you do it to diffuse the tension? And he said, it, "Yes." It, he said, "It doesn't matter." He just said, "Yes." Yeah, it, the yes, the, the, whichever you'd prefer. I think Patrick Bamford, it was, uh, went down. 
the leads player like got elbowed in the head by somebody maybe and then the linesman uh, or one of the uh, referee's assistants got together with him and then they walked over and just red carded one of the villa players for something that happened in the scuffle afterwards See, that was i really enjoyed that the most cuz leeds did this like a, a gentleman's yeah, they, they they fucked up the sort of gentleman's game side of it, and then they yeah. scored, and then immediately, uh, I'm sorry, who who was it? That was Villa. Villa started yeah. fucking throwing down, and then their player got tossed. So like this humongous breach of etiquette really only hurt Aston Villa, and it was so fucking the the, funny the good the the good news for everybody. Actually, I think Villa were the five. I think they're ranked fifth, fifth right now, or uh, fifth on the table. So. Um, they would, they would, if they were to meet at, uh, in the, uh, at all in the playoff, it would be in the final at Wembley. So there will be a, there will perhaps, um, be a rematch of this game with extremely high stakes, That'd be uh, fun. very That'd soon. Be fun. And that's what you, that's what you want. That's what you pay the big bucks for. That's exactly right. Well, the big man almost took a three there. No foul? All right. Uh, so next we have uh, Chelsea has decided to send racist fans on trips to Auschwitz instead of banning them. Yeah, uh, I, I got to say. Um, it seems expensive to do this, but I like where their heart's at. Yeah, Chelsea have been having uh, issues, um, mostly with uh, a couple of years ago in Paris when they wouldn't let the black guy on the train, which was uh Pretty egregious. I don't understand how what anyone in that situation thought they were doing. I think some of them just thought it was a funny joke. Um, but having a laugh. Yeah, just were like they, yeah, we're we're racially abusing you. Yeah, yeah. Were they saying racist things? As a or they just goof, like, you can't. Were they just like you can't come on the train? Or were they saying racist things and you can't come on the train? They like they looked like they were having a lot of fun doing it. Didn't look like there was a lot of like venom. But it was just like uh, it was. I, I I don't understand how this could have happened. And then also um, more recently, when uh, Raheem Sterling uh, was was racially abused by uh, a couple guys like sitting down by the touchline. Um, uh, I think I I feel like I mention this every other week, but um, Chelsea have a, a long history of this sort of thing. Uh, every club has them, but it was Chelsea's owners in the '80s who wanted to put an electric fence around the stadium. Uh, but no, I keep I, that I, lot out. I I uh, I, I like this. Uh, you know I, the sort. I I, su- I support uh, them. I support them doing this. I think it's a good educational experience uh, for everyone. Are you worried that people are going to be racist just to get the trip? I don't think it's that desirable a trip in the end. <laughs> that idea makes me laugh. I think, think I'm going to say these horrible things. And I think I get to there, go to are, there are some places where uh, terrible genocide has happened that you might be able to play that angle. Like, you know... Um, Can't wait to go to Turkey. Yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, Cambodia or something. Sure. It probably, it, Somewhere uh, nice. Yeah. I don't really know how nice Cambodia is. I don't know. And and I, I said... With, Poland's actually supposed to be pretty nice. With respect, I don't want to get all the people who studied abroad in Cambodia to tell me about my ignorance. But if you do, give us a call. Email dismaltide69 at gmail.com is the last one they have. No, I think this is overall not a bad thing. And uh, it's not like Chelsea can't afford to do this. So, you know, they're not going to go broke doing this. Um, they have plenty of money. LaShawn McCoy is in another spot of trouble. Um, 
well, his his troubles kind of started last year when he was he was accused of like hiring the guy that like assaulted his ex and stole a bunch of stuff out of her apartment. And he has done himself no good deed this time. He uh, he tweeted out spoilers about Endgame, and people are are mighty mad. I heard in uh, Endgame that um, Hawkeye sucks his own dick. Iron Man um, gets wet. Oh, Iron Man gets super wet, and um, you can't get him wet because he's electric, and he and it kills him. Well, he's also iron, so he gets all rusty. He gets rusty. Um, which is why uh, they they had that hilarious scene with him and Aquaman in the film. All the Avengers are in uh, in water. Yeah, I saw the movie. I know they're all in water, and then Iron Man is also going to get in the water. Yeah, he's like, trying. and they tell him not to. No, Iron Man, don't do that. And then he don't does, and it's the, it's the equivalent of a, a like, toaster I have to, I have to. or or a hair dryer, uh, something of that nature. Um, electrocutes all the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers lose to. Um, is it still? Uh, it's still Thanos. Thanos, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the wet snap. Yeah, um, and how he snaps in a metal uh, gauntlet. So, like, this was kind of my thing with the uh, the Game of Thrones thing last night, back to all seriousness, um, where, like, I'm interested in, like, how the actual magic works. So, like, in the Game of Thrones, when he's re- when the Night King is reviving all the dead, at any point he does this, so this isn't a spoiler, but it's Game of Thrones, yeah. you can watch it whenever. He, like, has to raise his arms up, and he just slowly does this arm raise, and you said it's, like, Kane, right? Yeah, when Kane makes the fire come out of the turnbuckle. So, like, I'm interested in, like, first of all, is there, like, resistance to him lifting his arm? How essential to the process? Is this just how the Night King visualizes raising the dead? He goes like this, but he doesn't actually have to do it. It's just how he visualizes it. The Night King has, despite being an unfeeling uh, leader of an army of dead, has a big flair for the dramatic. Yeah, he was, he he showed up, he showed up all smug. So smug into that God's wood yesterday, Mike. And you know what? Nuh-uh. You know? (laughs) You know, I I just... I don't think that... um, uh, If if the Night King were real, I don't think he would be um, uh, so showy about it. The uh, Bran Stark is Kamala Harris, and the Night King is Bernie Sanders. And Arya is Pete Buttigieg. Did you hear about all the the, the thing about him? What Jacob Wool pulled today? You just put it in I'm, Slack. I'm breaking news right here. I'm not breaking. Will Summer posted about this, but um, exclusive. Jacob Wool caught on tape trying to concoct a sexual assault smear against uh, Pete Buttigieg and promising to make the accuser wealthy. Now the supposed victim says Wool and lobbyist Jack Berkman made it all up. I saw this. There was a a medium post by this guy who said he was in Michigan and got sexually assaulted last month by Pete Buttigieg. He said all he knew at the time was that he was an important, he, he he's like, he said he was an important politician. And is this guy talking about how he's been, he struggled to, to come uh, think about what he should do about this. And has been thinking about killing himself, but decided this is important and more would be, could be coming at a later date. This is from, he created a Twitter account this month he being this guy, or was it he, Jacob Wall? Um, he, uh, I I don't know if it was done for him, okay, <laughs> or what. But 
all the uh, and people are just like, oh, and he likes a bunch of Bernie tweets. Typical, the Bernie people have put him up to this. Mm. Which, by the way, that worked immediately. So at least it shows that Jacob Wool is smarter than these resistance people. Oh my god! Imagine Jacob Wall promising you riches. Jacob Wall, like how fast would you laugh? Jacob Wall could run circles around the Horse Whisperer. I have no doubt about this. And if I had to pick one to pull out of a fire, I'm pulling Jacob Wool out. If even if I die in the process, save our beautiful boy, dude. I hate the Horse Whisperer more than I've ever hated anyone. Uh, There's no one in no one in I don't my have own personal room. life has. Uh, uh, dude, there's. There is no, and interpret this however you'd like. I do not care what happens to the horse whisperer, literally, no matter what. Okay. There is nothing I don't support that could happen to him. You know, use your imagination. That's pretty clear. <laughs> I think you're pretty, you're being very clear. Uh, and if yeah. and if you and if there's something that you find into, like intolerable about that, hey, that's on you. I uh, yeah, that's not what I said. I, I think we're probably in, in pretty similar situation here. Where like, I get so much more mad at the the left than I do the right. The right, they're just like they're not on our side. Like they're not going to agree with me. It exactly. doesn't fucking matter. But like you people are supposed yeah, to like gonna be that. on my side, and you're fucking not. It's like let's go, let's go, Joe Biden. Let's go. The, oh god, the most corporate fucking state in the world. Every company in the world has their U.S. headquarters in Delaware because they're so favorable. And this guy's only been the senator from Delaware for like what forty years. Yeah, don't care for Biden. All right, let's read a couple of Magic Johnson tweets because, as you remember, he retired so he could tweet. He did. So and- I'm, I'm going to read you a few of what he's been, just what he's been up to the last couple of days. We got uh, followed the series, followed by the series we've all been waiting on. Chris, oh, I'm sorry, I read these out of order. Let's start at the bottom then. Congratulations to my friend Tim Stout for 50 years of broadcasting in Michigan. Your nomination for the 2019 Michigan Sports Hall of Fame is well earned and deserved, and you deserve to be inducted. Fans support by voting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, another tweet NBA playoff stars are playing like superstars. Damian Lillard Tuesday, Kevin Durant last night, and Kawhi Leonard today. The NBA playoffs are a must see. Incredible. I can't wait to see superstars Kyrie Irving and Giannis Antetokounmpo try to lead their teams to victory tomorrow. Followed by the series we've all been waiting on Chris Paul and James Harden for Steph Curry, Durant, and Clay. This is. Thank you for resigning. Thank you for for quitting. So you could do this. Just reminding you. It's so good, dude. Like, think about, um, like, do you have an uncle who thinks he's, like, really good at the grill or something? Like, is there? No, my family's not that competitive like that. It'd be my dad, if anything. Um, But if anybody went up to my dad and said, hey, I'd like to cook today, he'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I don't want to do it. I'm just trying to think of an example of something like that. Like, just, just imagine, like, somebody who's, like, a 6 out of 10 cook. And who comes up and told you that they quit their job to open a restaurant? A man I've seen, uh, the man I've eaten, seen eat a salami sandwich is suddenly, suddenly a five star chef. God, it, that's that's exactly what it's like. He's just he's looking at all these tweets. And he's like, nobody's calling these stars superstars. Like nobody said it, and I have it in my head. All these stars are playing like superstars. Like that's a fucking tweet. It's gonna do numbers, and yeah. nobody's got it. He's like a he, he he's like a boring uh he's like a a boring take version of like the joke blogger guys. Yeah, yeah, just boring sports takes. Just congratulations on your hard work. Yeah, stuff. 
stuff like the, the like the principal would tweet out about the boys' baseball team. final segment of the day because we're going to skip show more replies that's fine because i didn't get a lot of them this week. i feel like i've uh, been doing the the show for hours now how how, how are we not even 51 minutes oh my god yeah all right so this is about 49 i I drank one big beer and uh uh, all of a sudden there goes the whole night you know uh this is about 49ers draft pick dre greenlaw who i I don't remember oh the fifth round it says in the fucking tweet let me just read then this is our wholesome tweet by the way um, this is from at Jerry Dales, who is presumably some this this uh, the subject's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dre Greenlaw was drafted in the fifth round by the San Francisco 49ers. I want to tell you a little story about him. My daughter went to a college party when she was a freshman. She knew very few people at the party and also didn't have a ton of experience drinking. Someone slipped something into her drink when she wasn't paying attention. Dre was also a freshman, and he knew my daughter from high school, and he did not know the guy who was all over her. And when that guy tried to steer my daughter out the front door, he stopped the guy and said, she's not going anywhere. He was a starter on the Razorbacks. His place was not secure. He was underage and at a kegger. He wasn't drinking, but if there was a fight, he was risking getting thrown off the team. In some ways, he was risking everything. And he risked it for my daughter. The guy backed down and no one saw him again. No one at the party seemed to know who he was, and my daughter and her friends never saw him again. I did never tell the story because maybe someone would say, oh, he shouldn't have been at that party. Maybe not. But he had my daughter's back, and for that I will always owe him. So do me a favor. Root for Dre. He's a good kid with a good heart. That's that's your wholesome tweet? That's good stuff. Love to go out on a positive story after I've um, uh, supported anything happening to the Horse Whisperer. <laughs> Just anything. No one even knows who's, who this person is, except, uh, uh, again... Um, fucking near a tandem or something. No, nah, if, if I can roll the dice once more on this, and I'd hate to spoil my perfect record, but th- this guy's extremely divorced. You think it's oh, so you think it's a guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this so it's got to it be a guy. Absolutely a man. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, dollars to donuts. He is divorced. We'll never find out. We'll never find out who he is. It's Bernie Sanders proper. It's him. I I, I, I see no, him retweeted by think? a lot of people. I I whose opinions I like. So like I share this general rage. But I don't follow him. And I don't think he, you know, uh, he, he has enough of a following that if he wanted to, he could be uh, one of these people that shows up to some stupid rally. You know. Um, He's just like a super centrist dem, right? Like hardcore centrist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, my true, least favorite people. True Facts Stated has the courage to show up and, and show his face at, at these things. And he's a doofus. Agreed. I I mean, you just said that you would support literally anything happening to him, so I'm sure you can imagine his hesitation to start signing his actual name on these tweets. I no, I'm, I I didn't say that I'm going to do anything. I know, but I you're just, just like, you know, whatever. with that general sentiment floating around, you're still saying it. You're still saying whatever. You know, I'm inspired. <laughs> I've just rewatched the Claw of Shame Nathan for you episode. I have to go back and watch every Nathan. Something for you might episode. happen, and oh, if it that. does. 
So what? <laughs> that was the one where they're designing the the claw to turn him into a sex predator, right? Yeah, when he when he has to put himself on the line. So there's a claw that will rip his pants and underwear off in front of a bunch of children. Something uh, may if, happen. If he, if and he, if it does. If he can't free himself from those handcuffs in 30 seconds. <laughs> and yeah, when he's when he, he's talking to the lawyer or the judge that like it tells him that like you're going to have to say something that makes it clear that this is not an accident. <laughs> Good lord. Um, and I just, one thing from show more replies I did want to bring up. Perfect show. Was the, uh, the Virginia Cavaliers declining an invitation to visit the White House because of logistics? <laughs> it's just like, you couldn't, you couldn't drive 70 miles north? <laughs> what logistics? Just say, you don't even need, what, do you need to come in a team bus? Just say, hey, everyone meet us there. You know where it is. What's Charlottesville to D.C.? 37 hour walk. Five hours on public trans, but... Two, yeah. two, two and a half, two, two and hours change and hour 15 minutes, but you know, that's not bad. How can you not get these? And then somebody commented, said they're, they're lost. They wouldn't decline to go to a topless club. I bet. So there you go. Little presu- we'll in, we'll presum- in the show on that. Presumptive. We'll in the show on that. presumptive. We'll in the show on that. And by the way, they probably have those in Charlottesville. So, uh, also by the way, Nick Bosa is already apologizing. But we're going to end the show. He already he's already apologized for things as we talked about. But we're we're done. We're done. Well, what do you apologize for? He uh he called Colin Kaepernick something a few years ago. He called him a clown. Oh, well. I mean, that's he's, he's this, again, he's on the other side. I expect him to feel that way. Uh in the scheme of things, I mean, there's there's a lot of other words that I expected him to yeah. use there. All right. Wade Jams on SoundCloud. He's our he's our music guy. Go uh, check out his music. He does our theme. Yep. The Dismal Tide playlist on Spotify. Ever growing, ever wonderful. Uh, Some kind of wonderful. That song is not on there. Uh, Mega Clang. That's Mike. Pat and Brending. That's me on Twitter. Brending. 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 Our phone number, if you uh, know who the Horse Whisperer is, give us a call. 505-398-5020. Just let us know if you've got his home address, and uh, if you got his, if you can get him to turn his location on on his phone, and because I want to make sure that nothing happens to him. And email us at dismaltide sixty nine at gmail dot com. What was the right. last email I had left? That's the last one they had. So the last one they had. Uh, Go Sixers, who appear to you know they may have this. They're up by seven with two minutes on us. By two no means over. Seconds, not two, by not no over. means over. Let's go watch this thing. All right, have a good week. Though they was leaving in a hurry. It's all the goddamn money it done. Money and the drugs. It's just goddamn beyond everything. What's it mean? What's it leading to? You know, if you'd have told me 20 years ago, I'd see children walking the streets of our Texas towns with green hair, bones in their noses. I just flat out wouldn't have believed you. Signs and wonders. But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. It is not the one thing. Not the one thing.
strain Why do we accept the hand we're given The deep